This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. As promised on our daily financial news show this morning, I'm going to have the pleasure of interviewing one of our students in the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. So let's welcome Jerry to the show. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm very good, Michael. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We're going to hit three topics but we're going to start with you bought some property in Virginia when you were living in another part of the country. And given all the stuff that's happened in the world the last year or so, you have now moved in to that property. So why don't we talk about what it is, you know, size, where, you know, what, what, yeah, just size and, and what's going on there. And then we'll talk about why you did it, what changed and, and all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we moved, we, uh, my wife and I bought some property in Virginia. It's 11 and a half acres on wow. the 11 and a half acres. There's four houses total. Okay. Um, two of the houses were basically rent ready um, without any capital expenditure on our part. Okay. So, and we rent to family. So everybody says don't rent to family, but we do. Um, okay. so, so when you say family, um, we talking like uh, brother, sister, mom, dad, or like distant cousins? Um, my, my in-laws. So my okay. wife's parents, All right. her sister and a son. So, okay. uh, sister-in-law and nephew. Okay. And then, um, my wife's daughter. Okay. And our granddaughter. Oh, very nice. So you, so, so it's a whole, it's almost a family compound, if you will. We, we called it the compound when we, when we bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes total sense. Okay. And people, people used to make fun of us because they're like, Oh, we know what happens to compounds in uh, Waco. What, you know, what, what goes on in, in Virginia? So that's pretty cool. So one quick question, I've never owned anything with 11 acres on it. It's hard to do in California. Um, so that's four houses. That's two and a half acres a house. Like, are they spread out or are they like four houses, like right in the center? Boy, they're really close to each other. So the house that we live in is a is a two story ranch house. Okay. Um, it's three bedroom, one and a half bath upstairs. Okay. There is, and then the downstairs is just one big huge room with a shower, toilet, and a vanity that um, that I did a quick, you know, paint, put a new vanity, put a new mirror into. So um, it was something that my wife was comfortable. Um, using while we're doing while I'm doing the rehab on the house that we're going to move into, which is Got one it. of the four houses. Okay. All right. Very cool. Um, but and then the house we're going to move into is literally 20 yards away from that house. Okay. The house that my um, that my stepdaughter lives in is 40 yards kind of behind that. Okay. And then um, the the fourth house, which is um, the only house that's not rented to a family member, um, is another forty yards. All right, so they're all within of that. It's it's almost like a neighborhood feel. So it's not like you know one's in one corner and another one's here or all of that. It 
It is. Yeah, exactly okay. right. Yeah. Then, okay. And then we sense. have a couple outbuildings. We have a, a, a shed and then we have a pretty good size. We call it the barn, but it's a pretty good size um, barn. The, uh, the previous owner was a woodworker mm. and that was his shop. So we made cabinets and, and that kind of stuff out of that. So, so when so when did you originally purchase it? And you were in California at the time, right? Yeah, we were in California. Okay. Um, we closed on it on uh, December 31st, 2018. All right. So, so we've so just had it years. two years now. Two years. 19, oh, 2018, yeah, two years. Yeah, 1920. Got it. Got it. Yeah, two years. You're right. Okay, so you bought it. Uh, and the plan when you originally bought it, like January 1st, 19 was the plan to make it a family compound or when did that change if it, it was it, the, okay the plan was to make it a family compound so uh my That's in-laws cool. moved in if i recall i think they started moving in like two or three days later okay all right so that's good um, that was the plan all right yeah so that was the plan so they moved in and then i don't know maybe 12 15 months later um my wife's sister and her son moved in okay um, and then, um, so that was in 2019, they moved in and then, um, my daughter and, um, at the time her boyfriend and granddaughter moved into the other house. And I want to say April, May of 2015. So they, um, they moved in about four or five months later. Okay. Got it. Into, right. into one of the other houses. Okay. So um, again, you're still in California at this time, yeah? No. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Not right now. I'm not. No, no, no. no. I, I'm just trying to do a timeline in my head. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. At that time, we were still in California. Um, right. When we bought it, so we bought it in December. In September, I had left a 30-year career. Wow. And had had started. My wife and I had started our own business. I had decided that you know I had. Um, decided to go ahead and move on from that career. Although it was, it was a great career. I have um, just amazing friends and, and memories from it and, and grew a lot through it. And it was just an amazing company to work for, for okay. that period of time. But um, it was time for me to, to change my life and do some other things. And, Very and cool. so um, I started, I bought a dump trailer and have an F three fifty truck, and was going to do trash outs for the rehab ah, business. Okay, and so started doing that, and then you know that turned into hauling material and just whatever I could do with my truck and trailer. Right, um, I got. You. I was okay. doing it, and and then that kind of evolved into um, rehab. Uh, we were doing the the contractor I was doing work for was just busy. Yeah. And so ended up, uh, ended up managing a couple of the flips for the investor that we were working for. Mm -hmm. So really got, you know, my hands dirty in that and yep. learned a whole bunch because, you know, we were just kind of thrown in. Right. And in the meantime, one of the houses, so two of the four mm -hmm. hadn't been lived in in 10 years plus. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so in the meantime, while I was still living in California, I was taking 10 to 12 days at a time flying to Virginia and doing a remodel on okay. what needed to be a rental for yeah. the cash flow. Got it. Okay. So I would come out here, spend 
10 to 12 days working on the house, fly back to California for four to six weeks, fly back out to Virginia, All right. pick back where I left <laughs> off um, and do it. So we spent, uh, we spent Christmas, Christmas vacation 2019 oh. here for about that period of time of which I spent basically the entire time working on the house. My brother and his family. So out here, hardwood floors are everywhere. Okay. Um, my brother, I hadn't had an experience. So I was going to, I had some damage in one of the houses in the, in the flooring. Yeah. And um, so my brother on his kid's spring break flew his entire family out here. And we spent a week doing the repairs on the, on the, um, on the floor. Wow. Family's awesome. Yeah, cool. it was it was great. I hadn't um, my brother and sister and I haven't you know got to spend a lot of time. They're older than I am, so they were out of the house before I graduated high school. And gotcha. That was just an awesome time to spend that time with my brother. Very cool. So let's let's talk uh, let's talk numbers. I'm sorry. I was going to say let's talk numbers. So what so what did you buy yeah. it for roughly? So we uh, the contract was 150,000. Wow. Okay. For the entire property. So yeah. it was when when we found it all of the houses were being sold separately and they wanted about 250 for the deal. Mm. I I knew that my wife and I couldn't afford the 250 and really didn't know if we'd be able to finance or not. Mm-hmm. So I offered the owners. Now it was in in the state. Um, okay. all of the houses were owned by the same family, basically. Right. And the the primaries had passed away. So it was an estate and they were trying to sell it all. Mm-hmm. And um, so we offered them 200,000 for it. Okay. But they would have to carry it back. And I wanted them to carry it for five years, knowing that we'd be able to get done what we needed to do and be able to refinance it by then. Okay. Makes so the, the seller's contacted their attorney and the attorney said, no, don't do that. (laughs) But in the meantime, the realtor that was represented it, Marie and I had had the opportunity to talk to her and basically tell her that, you know, we wanted to turn it into a family compound that that had always been a dream that, that my wife and I had had was to be able to, to be able to do that. That's cool. And the sellers just fell in love with that because they had been able to do that exact thing on this property. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to do that. So they lowered the price to 150, but we had to finance it all. Okay. So at the time being self-employed, regardless of how much you make, unless you've got um, tax returns for mm-hmm. multiple years to be right. able to prove that, they won't even talk to you about income. Yep. So luckily um, we live a, a pretty low key lifestyle, you know, don't have a lot of super fancy things. And yeah. my wife is a nurse, so she makes um, decent money. Yeah. And we were able to get financing. So you, so you bought a, th- so just to be clear on financing, 30 year mortgage, 20% down kind of thing. 30 year mortgage, 20% down investor, non-owner occupied oh, at, okay. six and an, at six and an eight. All right. So, so this was are, 18 um, folks. So let's remember interest rates were different back then. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they were. So we're actually looking now that we live here, we're going to refinance it. I would strongly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to cut that in so, half. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so that'll be, so that'll be something that'll kind of change the dynamics of the finances of it. Yeah. Um, okay. but we were able to qualify on my wife's income for it. Yeah. Okay. But it only appraised at 140. Ooh. All right. Because we had to separate the house that we were going to finance from the other three properties. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, because the condition of the other two of the other three, they wouldn't finance. Off. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I remember that they, they were not livable for 10 years. Yeah. Or lived in for 10 years. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So, um, so we came up with the extra 10,000 down right. to make the, make up the difference between the 140 appraisal yeah. and the 150 purchase. Okay. So you're, so you bought, so the appraised 140, you have to put 20 K down this 28 K. Then you had to bring in the extra 10 that you were short. So you're into the deal after closing costs 40 grand at this point, roughly. 40, 43, 800. Okay. 43. I, got, I got some, I got some notes off to the side. So if I ah, look over there, that's what I'm looking at. That's so, awesome. So you're into it. 43 K be a little prepared. I like it. So you're into it. 43 K. What was going to be the rent on the two, uh, the two that were livable the day, the day you closed, what was that? Total of 975. Okay. So 975. Okay. Let me take some notes. So 975, your mortgage payment on what would have been what? 150 minus 38 to 110 probably is like, you do you impound taxes and insurance? And we do. P-I-T-I. Yeah. So that's probably what, like, uh, I don't know, 800 bucks, 900 bucks. Eight, 88 and change. Yeah. Look at that. I was close. Yeah. Okay. So that's two of the four, right? At that point two of the four of that point. So then, Correct. so when, so when you looked at the other two, did you have a ballpark estimate of what the make ready would be like, or rent ready or whatever you want to call it? <laughs> My, uh, so our original plan was 35 grand make ready for both of the other properties. So 17.5 each or 35 K each. Yeah. In our mind. Okay. All right. So you budgeted 35 grand. It sounds like that. Uh, sounds like it turned into a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, it did. Um, we spent um, we spent the thirty five grand on the first property. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but you know, super blessed that I was able to do all the work. The only work that I did not do in the property uh -huh. was the drywall and paint. So, just to be clear, when you say you spent thirty five grand, you're not including your hours of effort. That's supplies, materials. And um, that is, well, no, because I did pay myself because we did need some of that for okay. income. So when I was out here working, got it, makes sense. Um, we did kind of pay me no, some for that because makes we needed sense. that, but it, but it was significantly less than had I had a contractor come in and do it. Understood. Okay. All right. Um, so then what did that produce rent wise? So you dropped 35 grand. What did that produce that, that uh, third house? A thousand, a thousand forty-five. Oh, that's good. Okay which is a little bit higher. So we're actually renting it out to someone whose house burned down. Ah. So their insurance company is paying our paying yeah. the rent on it. Of course. Yeah. And because it's basically month to month, um, we increase the price a little bit. Sure. From what market rent would be. Um, totally, totally makes and, sense. And the insurance company said, yeah, okay, no problem. We'll do it. And nice. So the, the couple who was at the time, um, she was pregnant with their first child. Oh, nice. Um, they were super happy. They just fell in love with it because it, it turned out really, really nice. And so they moved in and then 
they now have their little baby and, oh, and nice. everything and they and they like it so cool so now you're up to two grand uh now you have the fourth house to tackle so the fourth house to tackle is going to be our primary residence so we're going to move into that okay and um that's probably going to be about a fifty thousand dollar remodel Woohoo! have fun with that all right yeah. uh, so so when you go back to refi which you can do now you're you have two grand in income right yep roughly all right eight yeah, about two grand. So you have two it's grand. actually 2020. Uh, I got it in here somewhere. It's about, yeah, it's two grand. Let's call it call two, it two grand. grand. Makes it, makes right. it easy. So you're going to go two grand. So then I think you're going to, I think you're going to be pleased because I think you're going to have options when you go back to refi. You could do a rate and term refi, which basically takes your payment of 900 probably down to 600, maybe even 550. Or you can do an equity extraction. Right, because you're probably it certainly would appraise for more now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right, absolutely. Yeah, it'll probably again. I don't know Virginia at all, but I'm just guessing with what you've given us. It probably appraises closer to 250 than 140 last time. Just a guess. Um, I think that because one of the houses, one of the three, the one that my that my stepdaughter lives in, hadn't been lived in. Mm -hmm. Well, her and her boyfriend lived in it and they did a few things in it to make it completely livable. So sure. that would probably be able to get financing on it now. Oh, oh yeah, it lived in it, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? So you're going to have, I, I'm just guessing you're going to have more equity. So um, so what, do you have a- 250 super conservative, I yeah. think. Yeah, so, so if you do 250, um, you know, again, it'll be 20 or 25%, depending on how, which bank you go to. So let's just assume it's 20% for easy math. That's a new loan of 200 and your loan balance now is probably a hundred. So you know, uh, loan balance is 116. Cause we actually financed like 119 and change. Okay. So, so call it 120. I just round numbers. Yeah. So in theory, uh, if you did a rate, if you did a rate in term, you just refi the 116, cut your payment by 30 or 40%, or you do the equity extraction, which basically gives you the cash to remodel where you want to live. That's, that's kind of the options I see. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that's definitely one of the options we're looking at. We haven't decided what to do with that yet. Yeah. Um, we may just, we may just, um, we may just refi the primary loan right now. Yeah. And once our house is done, then do a refi on it and pull that cash out. So when you say it, you mean it individually? It individually. So okay. they are actually separate lots. Got it. So there are different APNs so or whatever they're called. In correct. Yeah. Ah, there's, there's gotcha. Two of the houses are on one APN. One's on a single, and the other one's on another one. Got it. Okay. So, so I guess let me ask you the question about the first three then. So do you do three refis? Actually, would it be three? I guess it'd be three refis because no, right now they're in it, one loan. They're in one loan, but we own the others with no right lean on them. Right. So, so, so that's the question. Do again because they're different APNs. Do you now? Because what I'm thinking in my mind is, how do you get? Because I don't like the idea of doing double refis because that's transaction cost and points and all of that. So the the one that we just talked about, the 250 value take out 200, that's just on the three, and you're going to leave the fourth off to the side. I don't know that we'll even do that. I think okay. we refi the one that has the house on it, the got original it. loan, Okay. just for the lower rate. Okay, so you reduce, do rate and term on that. Okay, got it. Rate and term on that, 
finish, we'll finish our house. Got it. To the point where we can refi the one that we live in. Got it. And leave the other one with no lean on it. Oh, that's all right. I get that. Yeah. That's probably how I would do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. That way you leave an asset unencumbered. Yep. Yeah. And that asset will pay for all of it. Yep. Exactly. And that, and the, um, the cash out on our property will give me capital to go ahead and, and continue flipping. There you go. All right. So now I got the story. Um, I like what you've done there. I think that's the right strategy. Uh, I like having the piggy bank of that one free and clear for when you're ready. Um, I think it's a great strategy. And I think it's the right time to do 30-year locks. Uh, obviously, the rate will be a little bit higher because it's a refi versus a purchase, but that's totally okay. Certainly won't be in the sixes. It'll probably be low threes is my guess. Um, that's Which awesome. Which would be awesome. Yeah, I bet. Which would be ab- absolutely awesome. I think, I don't know if that's enough, but it may even be enough to drop that from a 30 to a 15 and keep the payment the same. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that, but again, that's an individual choice. Um, you can always pay it off early. I, I like the financial flexibility. You never know when cash flow goes up or down in life, but yeah, I mean, do the math. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true too. Yeah, when just, we have the, when we have the cash, make the extra payments, pay down principal and yeah, but have the ability to have the lower payment. Yeah. Cause you just never know. Probably, yeah. That's probably what we'll do. Yeah. We'll, prob- we'll probably do that. I was, that was more of a statement that we, it would probably be pretty close on a 15. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Cause at 15, um, you probably get something in the twos. Yeah. And yeah. get, you know, the payment would be the same, but it'd be paid off in 15. So, but we'll probably stick with the 30, yeah. just like you said, for the yeah. lower, for the lower cost of, yeah. of it. So. Just do the, so what questions do you have on this first deal? I like what you've done. I liked how it evolved. I like the plan. I think the plan is genius. Um, well, so we bought it with, you know, just a family of mine when we first bought it and uh-huh. before I was a, a student of one rental at a time. Mm-hmm. Now I look back at it and go, so your, your whole idea of buying fixers early mm-hmm. in your career. And then you looked at it later and said, wow, I made a huge mistake. We yep. spent a ton of our capital yes. on those, getting those into the condition. And I look at it now and go, wow, we spent by the time it's all done, cash out of pocket mm-hmm. is going to be a substantial amount of money. You yeah. know, we've, we're, we're in it um, 85 yeah. right now. And by the time we're done with ours, we're going to be in it, you know, another 50. So 125 to 135 total cash out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, some of that was used from a 401k loan. Yeah. So, you know, we have the loan payment, but we're paying ourselves back. I've done it. that. So yep. it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of a good use of it. In my previous career, I, I did that a lot, you know, bought, bought a couple houses and used that loan for down payment assistance and stuff like that. Me too. Yeah. And have used that. I think it's kind of a, it's kind of an equity line of credit that you just pay back to yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. And you just have to know going in that that's just a cost of it. So yeah. From an, from an investment point of view, so you talk all about yield. Yeah, I do. From a yield point of view, so I kind of separate them into two separate deals. Okay. One, the, the, the two houses that we currently have under the loan, from a yield point of view, that yield is very low. Oh, I'm sure. That yeah, yield you're, is you're, you're pretty high two, on the- 2%. Yeah. It's, it's a little over 2%. So the yield is really bad. Yep. 
Um, so when we bought the houses, the one was 150. We bought the other three. They were going to gift them to us. And my, um, my accountant said, no, 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 you do not want a gift tax. Yep. You need to purchase them. So we bought the other three properties for a buck each. Okay. Plus paid closing costs on all of the escrows. Okay. And they were two separate. So um, the other property that I have, that's the rental that we spent the money on that one, that return is great. That return actually is about 15%. No, I'm sorry. is about 29%. Okay. If we just go on a cash out of pocket yeah. yield basis. Yep. Um, so my question to you was looking at it from, from just strictly a yield point of view, mm-hmm. Would that have been a deal that you would have done? Well, so what I would do that's different the way than you're phrasing it is I would have looked at those those four as one transaction, even though the loans are paired apart and all of that. So I would put okay. the 29 and the two together and then cal- I would calculate one yield for the deal. And and I've already done that because I thought of that. So both deals blended, it yes. yields a 15.1. So yes, I'd have done that deal every day. Okay. Yeah. That's... Uh, I hadn't looked at it that way until I started doing the work and going through the spreadsheets and yeah. seeing how all those numbers looked. And I did that and I looked at that and I was like, oh, wow, that's that's pretty good. That's really yeah. nice. I mean, anytime you can earn 15% on your money and then you're going to be able, and, and oh, by the way, let's be very clear. You do the equity extraction here in a couple of months, that yield's going to explode because you're going to be able to replenish your kitty. Right. Yes. So, um, yeah. I think I, so yes, I would have done a 15% deal. Every time. Okay. Even, even with $85,000, $90,000 cash out of pocket. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I would have. Okay. I, again, that's the beauty of yield because it allows you to look at a turnkey, what I call an A property in the course and a C yeah. property. And that's not classes. That's just no lift, heavy lift. Right. And in most markets, realize I don't know Virginia, but I'm willing to guess it's hard to find a 15% yield in Virginia. Actually, I've done some numbers and it's not that hard, oh, but we're dealing with, but we're dealing with much lower end okay. homes. So I sent you the spreadsheet. I don't know if you looked at it I haven't looked at not. it yet. I wanted to have this conversation and not be skewed. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, when you get a chance, take a look at it. I if will. you have any questions about it, I'd be happy to do another, Oh, perfect. another live for you just to kind of review that spreadsheet. But okay. I did the homework that you asked. I actually yep. did it on two properties. Nice. And sent those over to you and, and, you know, you can see what those are. Okay. I will look at that later today. Let me take an action item. Sorry. Spreadsheet. Okay. So yeah, in the end, I would have done that deal. I think the yield goes up from 15, probably north of 20, maybe even 30% when you get your, when you replenish your equity. Um, but yeah, that's the beauty of the, That's what I'm trying to teach people in the course is, is markets change. And I don't, A, don't know all markets and B, even the markets I know change all the time. And let's also, one more other thing different about your story and my story. In the beginning, right, your beginning, my beginning, um, you're handy. You can do some of the work, right? You had the time and the abilities. I don't have that, right? It's hard for me to be in Japan and then Brazil and then Australia and do, you know, a flip. And A, right. I don't have the skills, right? I can barely paint. Um, so that's that's one of the things. And then for me, I wasn't looking at equity extraction back then as well right? It wasn't like Burr wasn't a thing. Uh, right. Now, essentially you're doing, an, you're doing a house hack Burr is essentially what you're doing. 
uh, which yeah. is awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, in the end, I would have done that deal. I think it's a, I think I think the deal only gets better from here. I agree, especially with you know, with the exception of the cash out to rehab our house, mm -hmm. we'll we will end up with a zero net cost for our living. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it'll be paid for, for our yeah for our housing. It'll be paid for by the by the by Tenet. the package. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. well. That well. That doesn't suck. <laughs> that's that's no, pretty it, good. No, it doesn't. I'm very, very, very blessed. Very cool. And a, and a and a, a comment real quick to your huh? inability to do the work. I I really enjoy doing the work. It's something that I enjoy getting up every morning, going out, putting knee pads on, putting a tool belt on, yeah. grabbing tools. You know, the, you um, I'm in the process of rewiring the entire house right now. Wow. And, all of the uh, so all of the outlet is all of the outlets are cut in. So you know, existing, I'm having to cut in and put you know boxes into the walls, run drill holes from the basement up into the the walls to access to be able to pull, pull wires, the wires. Yeah, <laughs> pull the wires. Next week is going up into the attic and and pulling all the wires up through a closet into yeah. the attic to be able to do all the wiring for the lighting and, and all yeah. of that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, for you, it makes total sense. I mean, again, we'll look at episode number two. We'll talk about one of your recent flips, but yeah. Um, Jerry, I think, I think you did a great deal. I think the deal only gets better from here. I would do a 15% yield deal all the time, regardless of a, a heavy lift. Um, congratulations and hope. Uh, and, and again, you get all that extra stuff. That's not in the spreadsheet, your family's together, you got the compound. I mean, that's that stuff's nearly it's, priceless. I, I was going to say the the return on investment on that is infinity. You know, yeah. there's, um, you know, we get uh, we get to see our granddaughter yeah. every day. She's three years old now, and oh. she's just a bundle of joy. And, that's awesome. And you know, my wife gets to see her daughter every day, and and you know, I get along with the family super super well. Cool. Um, my, my wife and I actually dated in high school uh -huh. back in the eighties and then both went our separate ways and, and ended up back together about, about nine years ago. So very cool. Um, so yeah. So it, it's kind of cool, you know, have a lot of history with her family and, and uh, that's nice and all of that. So it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Well, this has been a fun episode. I look forward to talking about your flip in episode number two. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you.